I'm just here so I won't get fined. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! It's got to be one of the dumbest calls offensively in Super Bowl history. Are you kidding me? So U.S. Sports this week, we're talking Ronda Rousey, who spent four years crushing everybody in the UFC and then was beaten by Holly Holm in November 2015 and made her comeback from that defeat on Friday night, and it did not go well. Ronda Rousey, Amanda Nunes, title on the line. Here we go. The champion in the black, the challenger in the blue, Nunes. Utilizing that reach early, mixing things oh, she up. Tagged her. She tagged her again. again. She hurt her. Nunez with a big right hand, Mike, and again. She hurt her again. Ronda's in trouble. Nunez. She's in trouble, Mike. Over the top. Big trouble. Can she finish it right here, right now? She shot her to the body. Ronda is in big Nunez. trouble, Mike. Nunez's hands are down, and she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. Over and over. Amanda Nunez. Big combination. It's in. It's in. Christmas tree. Kevin Ioli is combat sports writer for Yahoo Sports and was at the fight on Friday. Evening, Kevin. Good evening. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. No, appreciate you joining us. So take me back to pre-fight Friday night. And, you know, it's a considerable period of time since the home fight. It's, it's, a, it's a year, essentially, that we haven't seen Ronda Rousey for. Uh, were you concerned did, or did you think the home fight was something of a blip? Well, a little bit of both. I I certainly knew, and I said before the home fight, I I pointed to the Sarah McMahon fight. I wrote this in a column this morning that should be posted any time now on Yahoo Sports, but I pointed out that when she beat Sarah McMahon in one minute and six seconds, we ignored the fact that in that one minute and six seconds, she got blasted by about five or six straight right hands to the face in route to getting into the clinch and then uh, defeating Sarah. And I think that was something going into the home fight that you had to address, she had to address, because you're looking at a fighter who was a world champion boxer who had very good mobility and who, who could hit. So Ronda had, had that issue, and it came up. You know, Nobody really expected uh, Holly to do what she did. So we figured coming back after that fight, 13 months off, that she had spent so much time working on her boxing. But you know, obviously, as we saw, that certainly was not uh, the case. Yeah, like I've I've read of Rousey, she's just not a rounded fighter. She's got little head movement, doesn't respond well to getting hit, can be robotic in her stand-up. And based on what you're saying, there was no real improvement in any of that on Friday night. No, there wasn't. And that's the thing that was most disappointing to me. And, you know, anybody who says they thought Rousey was a great striker beforehand was, was just kidding you. I mean, she wasn't. But her striking, she was able to get past the punches that she had to absorb to get into the clinch and that's when she just did so much damage and she did it so swiftly mm. that the opponents really didn't have much of a chance to do anything else so it it hid the fact that if somebody could defend against her arm bar defend her clinch that all of a sudden she's going to have difficulties and Rhonda, her style of takedown was to get somebody up high 
And against the striker, that's a lot of times very difficult. And Ronda isn't a fighter that would normally shoot and go for a double leg. So she had very a little way of getting uh, the fighter off their feet if they were striking her and hitting like Amanda Nunes did or like Holly Holm did with punches to the head. Mm. It was a strange 13 months out of the game for Rousey. We didn't see much of her. There was a media blackout in the build-up to the fight. I remember initially after the defeat to home back in November 2015, it, you know, it was almost something approaching a breakdown on her part. I remember her right. on, on the Ellen show and she talked of feeling utterly worthless in the aftermath, you know, worrying that her boyfriend would feel differently about her almost. And it was just, uh, it was clear she's not a straightforward character. It was, I mean, it's just hard to figure what she was thinking. I mean, I wrote in my piece that's going to be posted soon. I talked about how, you know, maybe the worst thing that happened to her was when Joe Rogan came out with that and said she could beat half the uh, male bantamweights in the world. And I think she started to believe that, and maybe she started to believe that she didn't have to work on the fundamentals and that she didn't need to improve her boxing. And this sport evolves so quickly and, and changes so fast, and she certainly did not change with the time. And, you know, it, like you say, I, 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 it was so bizarre to watch her out as if the media did something to her or as the fans did something to her. I get the fact of saying, hey, I need to cut back. Maybe I did a little bit too much before that fight because she was not only doing fight media, but she was doing movie media. She was talking to people about her book, and she had so many things going that, yeah, something is going to have to give. And unfortunately, it was her time in the gym and her ability to improve. But I think that she could control that, and I, I was surprised the way she handled it uh, after the home fight. It was just bizarre is the only way to really put it. Yeah. So it sounds like it's a mixture of things here. She was potentially overhyped, but also the sport evolved and the division strengthened rapidly. And there was always scope that the female division was going to strengthen rapidly. And so pretty quickly now, fighters have come along who can take advantage of her weakness. And we're not quite sure how Rousey's going to respond. Has she given any intimation about her future? Well, she just said she needs time to uh, think and reflect about it. But here's the thing, you know, a lot of people want to say they, oh, I knew that she was a bum and she wasn't good. She was this, she was that. But here, here's the thing I think that's, that's interesting. When, when we as the media evaluate the athletes, what do we evaluate them on? Winning. And we evaluate them on how, how did you win? And Ronda Rousey won her previous three fights before the home fight in 30. 14, 16, and 34 seconds. I mean, mm. so she was doing it. So whatever weakness she had, she was able to overcome. Something changed, and something changed dramatically. Holly Holm was able to exploit it, and I don't think Ronda ever came to grips with that. And I think, you know, that you need to say as an athlete, okay, here's a, here's a fly I have in my game. I need to work on this. Mm. And instead, uh, she didn't do that. And, you know, the minute that she got hit by Amanda on Friday night, I thought it really changed things. You know, Amanda was uh, aggressive coming forward. Rhonda got hit. She was like, oh, no, what now? She had no idea what to do. Yeah. So are we assuming that Rousey didn't work hard over the 13 months? Because I, I would find that strange given how badly she took the home defeat. One would have thought she'd be on a crusade. Well, it depends on how you define working hard. I mean, she clearly worked hard. Look, you were at the way and anybody saw her at the way. <coughs> Excuse me. She had a six-pack, 
and she really busted her butt to get into physical condition. I mean, she looked tremendous. I mean, I've never seen her look as good physically as she looked in this fight. So right. she obviously had worked hard. But did she work on the right things? Is she with the right coach? Did, is Edmund Carverdian the guy for her? And Edmund is mainly a boxing and a Muay Thai coach. Is he really a head MMA coach? And she's not at one of those gyms where there's a lot of other MMA fighters in there that she can train with. And she, you know, she doesn't have a lot of differentiation in terms of her coaching. And mm. I think, you know, you really need to take a look, and she needs to take a look at her staff and who she surrounded herself with. I think if she goes to a, a Jackson's uh, or an Alliance or one of the big camps uh, around her, I think she could do very well. Uh, AKA would be another one for her. I think she has the physical ability to do it. Now, the question is, does it make sense for her? She's a very rich young woman. She has the opportunity to make a lot of money outside of the cage. Mm. And why get your head beat in trying to improve just to show that you're better than you looked against Amanda Nunes? You know what? She made her money. She made her fame. There's, there was no bigger star than Ronda Rousey at her peak. Yeah. You know what? Take I say take your money and run and, and be happy that you have your health. Right, okay. And the women's division in the UFC, like I saw that um, a fortnight before the fight on Friday, that there was uh, Waterson against Van Zandt, drew 4.8 million viewers on Fox. So the female division is about more than Ronda Rousey at this point? Yeah, I think you can really uh, point to Ronda Rousey as pushing that, but certainly there, there are a lot of fighters out there now who are coming on and who are showing that you know they understand that the UFC offers for them a good path and that they can make a lot of money if they do the right things. And so, you know, yeah, it, it's becoming a lot more. I mean, Michelle Watterson was very impressive. Uh, there's a lot of fighters. I think Amanda Nunes is one that people are going to really uh, latch on to the way she fought on uh, Friday night and the way she fought uh, against the Tate. So, you know, the, the, the vision of the future, the future of the division, excuse me, is bright. And I think that, you know, we have a lot of good talent out there for the women. Kevin, thanks very much. We'll keep an eye out for your piece in Yahoo Sports. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Cheers. Kevin Ioli there on Ronda Rousey's defeat and presumably, if you listen to what Kevin has to say, retirement, although we'll see. She's still only 29, may feel she has unfinished business. 12 minutes gone, meanwhile, in the early Premier League game this evening, nil all between Bournemouth and Arsenal. Palace, Swansea and Stoke City, Watford kicking off at 8 o'clock. Next up, there's new tackle rules in rugby coming into effect from today. And we're going to talk to Dr. Barry O'Driscoll next. Moving Ireland's dial. Text News Talk on 53106.